Get ahead of the postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to the WWE Podcast and huge news, guys. Major, major news. This is news that I'm imagining you've heard at this point as social media has made this whole news story trend. And at one point, Brock Lesnar was trending. We'll talk about that, even though I know there was some uh, some some updates based on SmackDown's outcome. So spoiler alert, if you haven't seen SmackDown, then this is your warning. But let's talk about the big news story, guys. A news story I didn't know when or if I would ever report. And that is Vince McMahon has retired. Officially, Vince McMahon has retired at the age of 77 years old. He has stepped away. Do we think that it's a coincidence that Vince is stepping away because of his age? Of course not. I mean, this has 100% to do with the investigation, the hush money that likely was going to get worse. Every time I heard an update, it was getting worse for Vince and worse for Vince, and he did the right thing by stepping away. Now, it doesn't look like he has stepped away and, and then taken some lesser role. He has uh, retired. He has stepped away from the company. It looks like completely. That doesn't mean he can't have input, right? It doesn't mean that just because he's gone from the company that Vince won't still be involved in some unofficial capacity. So, even though Vince is technically gone from WWE, 
don't expect a lot of massive changes. I know that this is this is a day that I know a lot of people celebrate. I know a lot of people out there. I, I you know, and, and I'm not going to name names that are very happy about today. A lot of people are extremely they're elated that oh finally Vince McMahon the problem the 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 source of the problem that WWE has had forever is gone. Well, even if that's the case, just for argument's sake, you have a chip off the old block of Stephanie McMahon, who has taken the, the role and assumed the role now of not just interim, but looks like permanent CEO, as well as Nick Khan, who jumped and bursted onto the scene a couple of years ago, helped Vince McMahon clear house with those hundreds of firings. And now he and uh, Stephanie McMahon have taken the reins of the WWE over. So before we go any further, if you guys haven't heard it already, or if you have, let's just review what Vince said in a tweet. This is what he said. As I approach 77 years old, I feel it's time for me to retire as chairman and CEO of WWE. Well, first of all, Vince, uh, it's nothing to do with your age. We all know what this is really in, in reference to. Uh, Throughout the years, it's been a privilege to help WWE bring you joy, inspire you, thrill you, surprise you, and always entertain you. I would like to thank my family for mightily contributing to our success, and I would also like to thank all of our past and present superstars and employees for their dedication and passion for our brand. Most importantly, I would like to thank our fans for allowing us into your homes every week and being your choice of entertainment. I hold the deepest appreciation for admiration and admiration for our generations of fans all over the world who have liked, currently like, and sometimes even love our form of sports entertainment. Uh, First of all, sports is entertainment by its very nature. It's kind of duplicative. I never really understood the the term sports entertainment. You break down what that means. Sports entertainment. It's it's like uh, it's like sports is entertaining. They tried to create something that was kind of a, a, a bit duplicative. Anyway, he said, our global audience can take comfort in knowing WWE will continue to entertain you with the same f- fervor, dedication, and passion as always. I'm extremely confident in the continued success of WWE, and I leave our company in the capable hands of an extraordinary group of superstars, employees, and executives. In particular, both chairwoman and C- uh, co-CEO, oh, well, that's news. I, did. I missed that part. Co-CEO Stephanie McMahon and co-CEO Nick Khan. As the majority shareholder, here we go. Here's the key, guys. As, ma- as the majority shareholder, I will continue to support WWE in any way I can. My personal thanks to our community and business partners, shareholders, and board of directors for their guidance and support through the years. Then, now, forever, together. Okay, that's a very interesting tidbit at the end two things that i somehow missed here and that is nick Khan is involved i mentioned that but he's the co-ceo with stephanie so assuming a much higher role than he did when he was with vince i think he was president i think i think that was his title but now he's been in, uh, essentially sharing the spot sharing that top seat with steph um, so that's interesting and we'll see if any any changes come from that but if you're looking Vince to have some influence still, well, it looks like he's gonna. As the majority shareholder, he still has say in what WWE does, even if he's just a shareholder like the rest of us. If you own stock in WWE, 
he has the the largest say in what WWE does to some degree, given he is the, sh- the majority shareholder. And until he gives that up and eventually dies, Vince McMahon in some way, like it or not, will have a say and an impact on the WWE. Now, he may not be involved in the day-to-day creative. We'll have to see. I'd love to be I'd love to be a fly on the wall for the creative meetings to see if Vince is still there in some way. If even though he's technically on 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 paper not the CEO anymore, that he still is just doing the normal stuff, pretending that he's still there. It's like I think I made this reference before. If you guys have seen Milton, um, he on it's on Office Space, the the movie Office Space, which came out in the late nineties. Great movie, by the way, especially if you actually work in an office at a cube. Super relatable, but Milton, a character in that movie, it if if you guys haven't seen it, the short of it is he's a character in the movie that doesn't know he's fired, and he continues to just do his job, and he isn't getting paid for it. And I feel like that is what Vince might do. This is something. If you think, if anybody thinks that Vince McMahon is just going to be sitting at home now, just pop propping up his feet, doing something completely different, not doing anything WWE related. I don't know what to tell you. It's not going to happen. Now, again, on paper, he's gone. And it's a smart move from a PR perspective, from a shareholder, stockholder. And if you really care about WWE, he would step aside. And he did. And he has. Because he knew that the the majority of the ongoing investigation was just going to get worse and worse for him, which by proxy will hurt the company's image, probably drop the share price. It would create bad press. It's not a good time for that. All all that. And, And so he did the right thing. He did the selfless thing. Now, I'm not coming to Vince McMahon's aid when it comes to his activities with what he did with the 12 million and probably more. And there's probably a whole bunch of other stuff that we, we never knew Vince did that he could probably get maybe even arrested for. Right. I mean, this, unfortunately this is not unique to WWE. I'm sure it is in, it's in every large organization. It's just kind of a fact, but um, I'm not coming to the defense of Vince saying that, Oh, what he did was fine. I'm not, no, 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 of course not. But my point is that he did the selfless thing, the, the right thing. Some would say the only thing, the only choice he really had in stepping aside, stepping down, not just aside, I should say, stepping truly down on paper anyway. But like I said, I think Vince will have still some impact given he's the majority shareholder. He legally has that or that right. He does. So now, again, that doesn't mean he's going to be involved in, in everything day to day. I don't I doubt it. We'll never know as fans truly will, how much impact he still has. I would imagine that they'll keep that hush hush. It'll They'll on this on. On pay, or at least um, on the surface, on a uh, on the front, they won't make it look like Vince has any more impact. Oh no, they they tell the press, no, he's done, he's not, he's not involved. But let's all be real, we know that Vince McMahon, this is his life, this still is his life. It will be his life until he doesn't have a life. So we can all celebrate, or uh, you know, many of you can celebrate. I, I'm actually kind of split on the on the on the whole thing. I'll get into more of that in a second. But if you want to celebrate Vince being gone, you're like, woohoo! Everything's perfect now. Great, we got we got the cancer out of WWE. Vince McMahon's gone. Um, uh, let me again. I I need to reiterate to you, he legally has the right to have a say in what goes on in WWE because he's the majority shareholder. 
So that's one thing on top of the fact, even if he wasn't the majority shareholder, let's be real. You know that he's going to be involved in some way. People reaching out to him for his expertise, for his his opinions on things. He may not have the final say, but the respect for Vince doesn't just disappear because he steps aside and steps down. People may from a moral uh, a moral standpoint look at him and go oh man what he did was it's terrible from you know uh from what he did to his wife and the hush money and oh my god all that but from a professional standpoint the the respect doesn't just go away and how the employees view vince is probably still the way they view him you know the way they viewed him today is the way they're going to view him tomorrow you know in terms of how they maybe feel about his uh his 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 take on things or maybe where do they go? How do I do this? What would you suggest with this storyline? How would you do that? Vince is still going to be essentially like this kind of de facto consultant. Okay. Round two, name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I think that's what Vince is going to be. He's going to be this unofficial consultant for wwe they'll never say that ever of course they'll, they'll separate themselves from vince as best they can outwardly but inwardly you know they're still going to be picking vince's brain you know they're still going to be having vince in on conversations maybe when they feel that it won't get out publicly that he's still you know maybe having input or something so i'm not trying to put a cold uh, or pour cold water on anybody's parade here but uh <laughs> Yeah, so that, that's my opinion. I still think Vince will have somewhat of an impact, maybe a significant impact on what goes on in WWE. And uh, he, legally, he has the right as a, as a majority shareholder. So there's that. Now, again, I know many of you are celebrating today. I, uh, I, I feel a bit mixed on it. Uh, and the reason is Vince McMahon, if you take away, oh, okay, he's the hush money. Okay, you know, that just gave people ammunition, right? But you take that away. Say that never came out. Vince certainly was becoming a bit senile. He was, you know, he, he feels a lot like President Biden. Okay, I'm not getting political. It's an objective fact. Just like President Biden, uh, the, the guy is it's geriatric. I mean, it's just a fact. He's stumbling over words, much like our president does. He doesn't seem like he's all there half the time. 
you, you seeing the parallels between Biden and uh, and Vince? Not great, right? Like just it just happens with age, and um, you know. So I I really feel that you know, while he even if this scandal didn't come out and he got away with it and was able to cover it and we never knew about it, and again, there's a lot more we probably don't know, but. The age of Vince McMahon was certainly certainly starting to show. Um, now, he may still be going to the gym and everything else, and he's doing everything to fight Mother Nature, but Mother Nature is eventually going to even overtake the great Vince McMahon, and it even start, it showed, right? It showed on TV. It showed a lot on TV. I mean, really a crazy amount of, of on TV of... Um, of, of just the way he would speak, and, and it's hard to understand him, and he just started to look really old, and I think that now looking back at the the reasons he came out the last few times on Raw and SmackDown when we were saying there's no point, this is stupid, and it still was. I still don't agree with it. It was uh, also a way to kind of say goodbye. When he now when you, you look back and he uh, w- the first time he came out, which and he said nothing on Raw, and he said uh, basically just repeating the opening signature of the show, saying to, uh, then now forever together. And he said, uh, together is the most important point or important part. And it kind of was a bit of a goodbye. So uh, I understand why I did it. I still don't really think it was a good idea at the time. I thought it was annoying <laughs> just to come out and say nothing. But I get it, you know, and he just took a couple of minutes to essentially say goodbye. Now, do I think we'll actually see Vince McMahon in WWE again? I do. I think we'll see on camera. I mean, I really do. I think once this blows over. And, you know, maybe in like a year when people move on to the next news cycle. I mean, think of how quickly we move on from things in, in, in the news cycle right now. Hell, we just had like, what, 20 kids killed in an elementary school in Texas a month ago, maybe less than a month ago. It, we're, we've all we've already moved on from that. The mass shooting in Buffalo, New York. Well, we've already moved on from that. So you think that the news cycle can't get past Vince McMahon stepping down? The answer is, of course not. Or of course they will. We're going to move on, right? We're going to move on to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. The news cycle won't stick on this too long. So that's a good thing. If if you're a Vince McMahon fan, now I'm not saying he's going to come back as a CEO, but my point is maybe when the things really settle down and in a year or so they have him come back out, uh, maybe as like a, I don't know, host of Raw or maybe, um, I don't know, as an inter- on, on a, maybe they do a documentary on him and they should, you know. If they're smart and WWE executives, I have to hope there's some some brain cells there. They have to know that Vince McMahon's 77. He doesn't have a ton of years in front of him. I mean, maybe 10, right? 10 years is about average. So if we go with the average, so he's got 10 years. And while he still has half a brain, why would you not want to pick him, pick his brain on putting a documentary together. It's Vince McMahon, regardless of what you think of him on a personal level or not. And I know a lot of people that don't like him on a personal level. He's the worst thing that ever happened to pro wrestling, which is, I mean, if anybody that says that Vince is the worst thing that happened to pro wrestling, I mean, I, I don't want to tell you, you know, like uh, he's the one that took this whole thing global. You wouldn't know what WrestleMania is without Vince McMahon. You wouldn't have the undertaker without Vince McMahon. You know, Vince McMahon put some crap out there. He has done some really bad storylines and he's over the last five years. He is the end-all, be-all when it comes to the creative, and he's put out a lot of crappy creative. I get that. But, boy, he's given us a lot of memories, a lot of memories. Uh, And this isn't a eulogy for Vince. But my point is, I could see 
in a year after things really calm down and people forget about it and they moved on to whatever, may probably talking about the next the, the 2024 presidential cycle and maybe whatever war is going on, political stuff, people move on quick. And once this is out of the news cycle and then people settle down and the stockholders and shareholders are kind of settled into feeling comfortable with the new management and things seem to be working well. Maybe they bring Vince back for a cameo, uh, you know, and and start to really work on a documentary. And that's really what I'd want them to do right now. Have him sit down. Not now. I'm sure he's kind of got his own head. It's head spinning. But that would be if I was WWE production or A&E or uh, I don't know. Hell, uh, entertainment tonight. I don't know. Somebody needs to start really thinking about a documentary for Vince McMahon. Now, I wouldn't question him about this. Of course, I wouldn't question him about this right now. My questions to him would just be about his career and just a long-form interview with Vince McMahon. Vince doesn't do a whole lot of interviews. And regardless of what you think about him on a personal level, you can't tell me that long-form interviews with Vince McMahon would not be entertaining as hell. The Pat McAfee interview that he did before WrestleMania this year, it was one of the highest viewed videos that Pat McAfee put on his channel. Why? Because Vince McMahon doesn't do a whole lot of that. Before that, he was on Stone Cold's podcast like five years before that. So much like The Undertaker, who has now really just just opened up completely to being on podcasts and thing, and you really just get an introspective into his mind and his stories and all that. You don't think Vince McMahon has stories? I mean, there's a there's like 50 years of stories we haven't heard from him. There's a lot of content in that head. So when you take out the personal feelings about Vince and you step, put those aside and you look at this from a professional, professional standpoint, man, WWE production when appropriate and A&E or whoever need to, again, when appropriate, when enough times pass and Vince is willing to do it, documentary, just do a, a total encapsulation of Vince McMahon's career the impact he's had on professional wrestling, how he grew up, you know, with with his uh, Vince McMahon Sr. and and being under the wing of his father, taking it over from his father, making uh, bringing pro wrestling on a global stage. Many people said Vince McMahon killed the wrestling business. He's he's the one who's responsible for killing the territories. Well, you know, maybe the territories are responsible for destroying themselves by not learning to adapt. You know, so again, my point is I don't want to go too deep into Vince McMahon's career, but I do want somebody, hopefully somewhere is thinking about this before Vince is actually gone and you can't, you can't bring him back to talk about his career. If you don't take advantage of this, uh, you know, the next few years while you can and Vince again is deteriorating probably by the day at this age with, with mental capacity, memories, stories, coherence. This is where you take advantage of it. This is where you'd want Vince in front of a camera. Again, give it some time, not now, but soon, and just talk about his career. Talk about some hilarious stories that he he has. You know, talk about uh, his maybe his personal life with Stephanie and Shane. What's his relationship like with with Shane? Why not? Why not go scorched earth? What do you have to lose at this point? You know, that's what I'd like to see. Is something like that. And I know many of you are, are celebrating today, popping champagne. This is going to be great. But let me tell you something to those people out there that are, again, thinking that this is all going to be you know, rainbows and butterflies now that Vince is gone in WWE. Let me just say this. Let's assume 
And again, if you heard me in the last 20 minutes, you know that I don't think this is going to be the case. But for argument's sake, let's let's play the game and assume Vince, he has no contact. He cannot have any influence at all. Let's just play that game. Okay, fine. He's a total non-factor right now. It is Stephanie and McMahon and Nick Khan and Vince has zero influence, zero contact. Okay. Well, number one, Stephanie McMahon is a chip off the old block. Do you think she's going to radically change how things are done? She's had a lot of influence even when Vince was there. She, according to Jim Ross, who worked with her for how many years, said that she thinks a lot like her dad. She learned a lot from her dad. Now, she's not her dad, but she is as close to Vince McMahon as anybody was. And you don't think that she adopted a lot of the policies, a lot of the procedures, a lot of the... The, the, the mindset that her dad had. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So just because Vince is gone, assuming he had no contact and he has no influence, you got Stephanie. I don't think she's radically different. I do not think she's radically different. She she may have do things a little bit differently certain ways. But if if you as fans, us as fans are looking for radical change creatively and on air, you're not going to see it. It's not going to happen immediately, and it may not ever happen. Because you have to remember, everybody that's in place right now, everybody that is in WWE, from production to creative, the uh, agents backstage, are all and we're all hired by Vince McMahon. So what are you going to do? Back up the truck and, and just deprogram everyone's mind from the way Vince wanted things done. And they're just going to suddenly, you're just going to rehire a totally new batch of people. Of course not. So if we see any change from a significant standpoint, it's going to take time so I know people are some people out there are probably thinking things are going to be totally different on Monday Night Raw now that Vince is gone. The answer is no. It's not going to happen. It is not going to happen. I hate to be the bearer of bad news. I mean, they may outwardly say, "Oh, well, you know, I'm, I'm, we're going to continue to build the brand. We're going to no, we're we're, we're going to do things differently. I'm not going to do things differently. At least not right away." It's not a good strategy from a business perspective anyway. If I was somebody working in the company and all of a sudden our, our leader is gone, I may be fearful. Oh, my God, things are going to change. Boom, boom, boom. No, you don't want to instill that fear in your employees either. You want to make it feel as if it's just another day. Yes, we have massive news. Vince is gone. But you also don't want to instill radical change immediately for everybody. You know, So from an internal perspective, employee relations to creative and the way things are done, I don't think you're going to see a whole lot of change. I just don't. I do not. The only way I think we'd get real change and as change as quickly as we could that many of us want from a creative and on-air and storyline perspective is if they sold the company to somebody like Disney, NBC Universal. 
And then they maybe bring in a totally new set of management and the way they envision pro wrestling. That's the only way is if someone buys out WWE. That's the only way that I see fast change. But to go from, oh, okay, Vince has gone to, oh, hey, Steph. Well, yeah, you've been here anyway for 25 years. uh, So just continue what we're doing. (laughs) I mean, sorry, guys. Uh, So, yeah. um, So that's what I think about it. And, you know, I, I do have mixed feelings. I do like from the one in one in one respect, it's like, okay, good. You know, at that level, you shouldn't be doing things like this really at any level, of course, but even especially at that level, doing what you did, uh, of course is wrong. And it just gave people more of a reason to jump on the bandwagon and try to oust Vince. I also wonder, will the person or persons who were responsible for bringing this to the attention of sports, not sports illustrated. Was it wall street journal? Are they ever going to come forward? Will we ever know the identity of the people that actually brought this to the news cycle to begin with? It didn't just fall into wall street journals lap. Right. So, I mean, it's not like they were just sifting through the financials of WWE and said, huh, something doesn't add up here. Of course not. It's somebody internal that had access to those records that maybe knew about what was going on. And they said, you know, I'm tired of this. I'm tired of Vince. It's time to expose his ass anonymously. So I do wonder if we will ever know the identity or identities of the people involved in, 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 in leaking this whole story that led to the ousting of Vince McMahon. You know, you do wonder. So Vince McMahon did not kick out of this one, guys. He got hit with a a stunner. He went down for the three count. And I know many of you, many of you are celebrating today. I have mixed feelings because we we will never say again, I don't think we'll ever say it again, that Vince McMahon is the chairman and CEO of WWE. Think about that for a second. Think about that. If you're a new fan, maybe that doesn't have the, the impact that fans who've been watching for many years would feel right now from that statement. But just think about that. Like forever. That's all we've known is Vince McMahon is the top guy in pro wrestling, that he is the chairman of WWE. It's, it's crazy um, to think that. And what I could see happening on Monday night, honestly, is Stephanie McMahon coming out on Monday night raw, maybe with Nick Khan, maybe by herself, and not necessarily even addressing anything with her dad, but just saying that, you know, being say being thankful for her dad, like not addressing anything with the scandal, but just saying, you know, that we're going to continue this legacy. We're going to continue to serve you fans. We're going to just kind of like a goodwill statement. I, I can absolutely hear her stupid music, which is God awful music uh, coming out on Monday Night Raw, opening Raw and just coming in the ring or standing on stage just for a few minutes and uh, giving that kind of, uh, which I actually think was what the, they will do now that I'm thinking about it. They won't spend much time because they have to, that's the final raw before SummerSlam, but I can definitely see Stephanie McMahon coming out on Monday night raw, opening the show and just, just, just saying kind of a quick statement. Uh, maybe like, again, just a couple of minutes and uh, just trying to putting everybody at ease because there's a lot of turmoil and chaos going on right now, especially internally. But 
that's that's what I would do if I was WWE from from a PR perspective, from a fan's perspective. I think everyone would be very interested to hear Stephanie McMahon and hear hear what she has to say. Even if it's just a couple minutes, I think that'd be sufficient. So uh, Vince McMahon, guys, out of WWE, gone, at least on the surface. So uh, beyond that, and again, we will talk much more about this as things unfold. And there's you could dive into so much with Vince McMahon, just so much from a career standpoint, what he's done for the business. I know a lot of you don't like it. I know I keep saying that, but I know a lot of you are feeling that. And like, are you defending Vince? I'm defending his accomplishments from a professional standpoint. What he's done for the industry is revolutionary. I know it's cliche, but it's true. And that's the really what I'm looking at. I'm not talking about it from a, ra- a morality standpoint, a personal standpoint. Of course, I don't agree with the decisions he made. Of course, no, I don't. But I'm looking, trying to look at it through the lens of professional contributions to professional wrestling. That's what I'm looking at it through the lens of. Because it's easy to jump on the bandwagon here. It's kind of the lazy thing to do right now uh, with everybody just, oh, it's great. I, I don't know. I, I want to also kind of, in a way, mourn the loss of one of the biggest, if not, no, the, the biggest wrestling promoter to ever live. He's not dead yet, but professionally, he, he's dead. So, uh, but all right, we'll, we'll we'll dive much more into Vince. I'm sure as my co-hosts come on with the SummerSlam review and preview that's coming up this past this coming week. And boy, we got a lot of podcasts coming up this week, guys, because it is SummerSlam week this coming week. And you know, the, the, I'm sure with Casual Wrestling Fan, him and I are going to have the preview show. So, Mr. Casual Wrestling Fan, for the first time in I don't know how many months, is joining me a week from tonight, Friday night, for the SummerSlam preview and prediction. Uh, of course. I'm going to try to have a co-host for the review show. Not sure if I'll get that done until uh, Monday or so, but that'll be coming your way too. And nearly every day you'll be hearing from me. So get ready to uh, fall asleep. And uh, so the jam pack week next week. And I didn't, I normally never do a Thursday podcast, but given the magnitude of this news, how can I not? not? Now this news of Vince McMahon was co-opted at the time by a Brock Lesnar walkout. Now, again, spoiler alert, you've been warned, Brock Lesnar did did walk out, according to sources, this is from Fox Sports Illustrated, but decided to come back. He walked back into SmackDown, apparently just before showtime, and didn't end up appearing on the show. He appeared at the end of the show. The announcers even said, I think, uh, I think it was Pat McAfee who said, I thought... And Vince or um, Vince and uh, Michael Cole said, I did. I did, too, alluding to I thought he was I thought he walked out. Now, he didn't say that. He just said, I thought dot dot dot. And Cole said, I did, too. And that was it. A very clever way of acknowledging the news that broke that Brock Lesnar also walked out that he was mad about the Vince McMahon situation and he's done and he he got on his private jet and he flew back to. You, you know, uh, Saskatchewan that didn't materialize as he was talked down apparently, or talked back into fulfilling his contractual obligations, which he should, you know, I, I don't, I don't agree with if Brock Lesnar did that. Yeah. You know, I know he's a businessman, but you, okay. You're a businessman. So fulfill your end of the contract, buddy. 
I, I totally get and I respect the fact that he's about money and he's just he wants to make as much money for as little effort effort as possible. And you know, he's earned it at this point. But you have to do some work to earn that money. And you can't just just flake on your contract uh, contractual obligations. I mean, that's just super unprofessional. So I think they maybe from a legal standpoint, maybe threatened him a little. And also he was talked down by somebody. So again, that's my assumption. So Brock Lesnar did appear on SmackDown. So it does look like we do indeed have a SummerSlam main event set for Roman versus Brock. And it looks like it'll happen. Now, I think it also not only it, it like triple solidifies the fact that Brock ain't winning. I got to say now there was also some news of one of their action figure companies who were making a Brock Lesnar action figure that came with two belts. So take that for what it's worth. Grain of salt, of course, but that was one of the news stories also is that Brock Lesnar's action figure was being made with two championship belts. Is there a chance? I think I'm not going to say impossible, but I literally would give it a 1% chance that Brock wins. Just given what the news story we heard this week of Brock potentially, you know, maybe he, he did walk out, but then thought better of it and came back to SmackDown. It, you know, I just, I have, I have an almost guarantee that Brock doesn't win. I, if I eat my words, I eat my words. I think it's a terrible choice for Brock. I don't care what the situation is. It's, Brock is a terrible choice to beat Roman Reigns. So, uh, man, massive, massive news. You you also wonder if this has any effect on the potential of Rock returning because Rock and Vince are so close. And if uh, Vince maybe has an influence on the Rock coming back and maybe Rock doesn't want to be associated with what's going on, so he distances himself and doesn't come back to WWE. Who knows? But uh, this is a major story, guys. Major, major story. And just as a little... Fun fact, Vince McMahon bought the company from his father, 1982. There's the, there's your fun fact. If you ever have trivia, that's your fun fact. 1982, so 40 years Vince McMahon has owned and been in charge of WWE. So 40 years, congrats to Vince McMahon on that. Of course, not congratulating his actions, but congratulating his professional accomplishments. Not everything was great. A lot of crappy creative. And I know some of you I just really look at Vince McMahon as, you know, Satan himself. I don't. Uh, I, I look at him from, you know, he has some good, he has some bad, like a lot of us. Uh, I know that, uh, the, the, that some of the cuts he made looked brutal. They looked heartless, all that stuff. But he's a for-profit organization. You have to look at that, too. This company is a for-profit. Some people, for some reason, feel that for, that you look at WWE and when they make cuts, it's like they're, uh, you know, crushing you know, kids' hopes and dreams. Like it just, I don't understand this because you're in a for-profit organization. You're working at will. You're not protected by a union. You know that going in. And WWE, first and foremost serves its sponsors and its shareholders like it or not that's just the reality and when they need to clean up their balance sheet make themselves look good for wall street it's cold it's heartless yes to both 
but that's the risk you run working in this organization. Nobody's forcing you to work here. So when Vince cuts people, it's it's bad. I understand. I don't want to see anybody lose their job, but it's a it's just kind of a a risk that goes with working for a private organization, especially if you don't have union representation or union protection. So I get it, but some people feel that he's like there's some kind of charitable not for profit organization. That's just not true. So, I mean, you can demonize Vince all you want. It sounds like I'm coming to the defense of him. I'm only coming to the defense of Vince from a professional standpoint. I want to make that very clear. I think I've made that clear 400 times, but I need to keep reiterating it because it doesn't sound good when I'm saying good things about Vince when there's a whole scandal going on and he just stepped down. To me, I separate the two. So that's what I'm trying to do. But uh, over, overall, I mean, this is a huge day, guys. One that I really thought was 10 years down the line. I didn't believe Vince would give up control of the company until he's literally in the grave. I mean, where one hand is sticking out of the casket, like Undertaker, when he, somebody buried him alive. And he just, <laughs> maybe that's what will happen, right? When Vince dies, right? maybe he just suddenly has a heart attack, dies. They, they put him in a casket. They bury him, and I don't know where you hear like thunder and lightning, and he just sticks his hand up out of the dirt. <laughs> you know, I feel like that's what's going to happen with Vince. You know, and whenever he does actually die, um, you know, but who knows? I mean, he did defeat God in a tag team match in two thousand and six. Was it? I may, I may be wrong on the on the year. Somewhere around there, he beat God in a tag team match because God teamed with Shawn Michaels against the McMahons. It's a real thing, guys. Go look it up. So anyway, it's going to be very interesting, guys, to see what materializes over the next several weeks, months, years. Does WWE look and feel the same? I think in the short term, you're not going to notice a damn thing. Nothing. Zero is going to be, I, I think, is going to feel different over the next month, two months, maybe up to six months. They might start implementing things here and there. But if you're looking for radical change, I think you're going to be severely disappointed. Severely. And uh, so that's just my two, my two cents. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But given what I've heard about Stephanie, given how they run the company, given it's still a McMahon in charge, given the fact that Vince is still the uh, majority shareholder, and then that in in some way he will unofficially be still contributing. I have serious doubts that if you're looking for radical change creatively or otherwise, that you're going to end up uh, not happy with the result. So there is that. Now could be wrong, but I have I don't think I am on that one. So. All right, I think I've rambled enough and repeated myself enough, guys. I, I appreciate everybody listening to this. Certainly the biggest news story of the day is that. And, of course, Brock Lesnar, which it does look like he is going to still be intact and still not on his uh, private jet on his way back to uh, his his home in Saskatchewan, that he is going to compete at WrestleMania, or a SummerSlam against Roman Reigns for the you know, Undisputed Championship. So that's good. And we get the match as advertised. Even though I'm not super excited about the match, I think it's always without saying it should I shouldn't have to say this a, a, a good thing to do professionally to meet 
your contractual obligations, and that's what Brock Lesnar should do. Probably get beat by Roman, and Brock will go back into hibernation until maybe Rumble or WrestleMania, or we don't see Brock for another year. I mean, who knows? That's just what I think what's going to happen with Brock. But at least in the short term, for the next week, week and a half, Brock Lesnar will be sticking around. Well, only one week, really, week and a day, and then uh, probably just go back into uh, the, the crypt, whatever wherever he is in Saskatchewan. So, guys, so much more we could dive into. And, you know, as we go on in the next week, I'm sure with the emails and voicemails on the mailbag, I'm uh, it's going to be a lot. I'm sure you guys are going to have a lot to say. I'm interested in what you have to say. If you have thoughts or questions or suggestions, check out our mailbag uh, description in the show, uh, the show notes of that um, particular episode we have the email and the phone number you can call to call in and or or, or uh, rather email your comments about this whole story. So thank you everybody for listening. Again, we have a lot more coming up in the next several uh, several days with the, and up to the next week with SummerSlam coverage, preview, predictions, raw review, mailbag, all that, AEW. And I'd encourage you to check out our AEW review show that Mimi just posted with the uh, Fighter, Fighter Fest Night 2 was just put up earlier today and Anthony DeMarco did a top five of WrestleManias, at least in his opinion that WWE has ever had. And uh, I'd really encourage you to go check that out. So guys, thanks as always take care. Oh, and go ad free at patreoncom slash WWE podcast. I'll talk to you next time. Thanks for listening to the WWE podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a show or head to wwepodcast.com and for all of these shows ad free head over to patreon.com slash wwe podcast until then we'll see you next time